Seven Eleven Donut. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Wait, yeah. Uh. So you didn't hear before we got in here. Um, I found out that I won. Like, you, have you signed up for the Seven Eleven points program? <laughs> Yes, of course I have. Yeah, so I won. I guess they had that Airheads contest where, like, yeah, I've been getting I, the push notification yeah, yeah. about the Airheads contest. So I won it and won 10,000 points. So I was like, oh shit. You won? <laughs> yeah. I was like, congratulations. Let's go. I'm very excited. Really I'm, I'm excited for you as well. The thing that did disappoint me immediately because you hear win and then you hear 10,000. You think the next thing's going to be dollars. Like, oh, cool. <laughs> Ibby's life has changed uh, based, uh, for a 7-Eleven app. And, uh, points at 7-Eleven. Yeah, points yeah. At, <laughs> it's better than money. The Well, how many how many points does that donut set you back? I feel like their point system yeah. is like too crazy. The donut is 800 points. So. What? Oh, wait. They, g- they gave you 10 donuts, basically? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want a big bite, that's like 12. Not even a dozen. Wow. <sighs> <sighs> A big bite. Now, what is a big? Is that one of the like a hot dog? Yeah, but it's the yeah, quarter pound big, big bite. It's not a. It's not a baby big bite. It's a big big. Oh, bite. so my it's, yeah, issue, okay. My issue with the big bite is that there isn't a bun there available that can handle it. Mm-hmm. That is very true. Yeah. That is very true. I had that problem earlier when mm-hmm. I was cashing in on those points. You went right into the points. Oh yeah. <laughs> you yeah. You spent ten thousand points at Seven Eleven tonight. Yeah, I'm back to zero. <laughs> <laughs> Ever, like they thousands of people won. Like they just gave it to a, a bunch of people to get they, people. They to had 7-11. to because I think the grand prize was like a hundred thousand. So. Oh. Whoa. So I mean, I'm feeling you know. Just, I just feel good because if you know you never you're like who wins these contests and it was me this time. I do often think when I hear about contests who are the winners who won because I'm never going to participate. But that's great. Yeah, I guess I should try to win. I could be one of the winners. Oh yeah, hmm. I know. There's going to be a point after I die, and then, you know whoever presides over the 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 human soul is going to look at him and just going to it's ask, white jesus just yeah. go ahead and say <laughs> yeah yeah it's white jesus and before he lets me in he's like just so you know you didn't win the lottery because you won that <laughs> oh. they sort of like um well, I, never mind. I can't remember the, what, what it's called. Oh, you're gonna make a reference, but you forgot. Yeah, they like Twilight Zone. You sort of like, oh, you thought you had this uh, really good life. You had this really good thing, but you know, behind door B, this alternate life where you were a lottery winner instead of a snack winner. I'd have to have a really shitty life if that just ruined <laughs> my whole. Like, oh, <laughs> no, no. That'd be terrible if when you do die, someone is there to just fuck your shit up a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh, you thought your life was good? Actually, nah. It was yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. St. M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> They're waiting. Just to like, show you the alternate ways that your life could have gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just sort of like, oh, yeah, you, these are the choices you did make, and they were good, but... If you had made these choices, you could have really had this whole thing figured out a lot sooner. Things yeah. would have gone way better. Yeah, yeah. you would have lived a thir- 30 more years. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, man. I want that. That's like emotional cutting. I love that. I'm like, oh, on it. Welcome to 
Candy Dinner with Matt and Ify. I'm Ify Wadiway sitting across from me. Matt Afadaka. Hello. Sitting in with us, you heard her already. She's amazing. She's one of Vulture's, uh, you know, top comics to watch. I think 39. I think. The, they went with a real arbitrary number this yeah. year. Well, the, what, the, well, that's the thing where it's like you couldn't get one more. You couldn't get one well, or here's the 11 thing, guys. more. It's a funny list. So the list has to be funny, too. It's very the, funny. It's a funny oh. choice to pick 39. So the is list that, is kind of the 40th. A... The list is. They're like, what if they're like number yeah. 40? The vulture list that's yeah. always well written. <laughs> yeah. Funny. It's like it's the uh, New York is a character uh, oh, thing. God, exhausting. <laughs> oh, man. Anytime the city is a character, I fall asleep. The city is its own character. I don't need the city to be a character. Give me another character. Yeah. 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 What about a nice lady? Yeah. Uh-huh. Give, me a, you give me a nice lady, please. <laughs> the city has more lines than the women in the movie. <laughs> oh. oh. You know that that list? I was, it started at thirty nine, but if you if you go like a day later, it was thirty eight. Really? They took somebody yeah. off, huh? Did somebody? I don't know. I couldn't remember. But you know, I was like, ba- if, if I had to take a guess, or the count of round, ba- based on everything that's happened in our community, probably sexual assault. Yeah, like, they probably the most like, dude who oops. got uh, <laughs> oops. put a rapist on the list. Yeah. Yeah. No, statistically, I mean, it's just like it probably yeah. is a group yeah. of forty comedians. Someone's a rapist. You know, they left a couple. I'm sure they left a few on. I'm sure they did. <laughs> they took one off because they found out, but they left a few on for sure. <laughs> oh yep. man! So you know, you know her from the Bechtel cast. You know, you got you make cartoons. Big fan of Zamboni's enemy of the IOC. I mean, mm-hmm. I like that. I found an ally in hating the IOC, which is the International Olympic Committee. Thank you. I, they're uh, assholes. Like I, I knew that they were assholes in the abstract, but then when I was personally victimized <laughs> by them, oh, made way worse. I was yeah. I because remember I had a whole ass commercial just stopped. I was in a commercial. It was like a series of sketches. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's why I was on your side. I I was already on against them. But it was. If he had no say in the matter prior to being cut out of this commercial. Yeah, yeah. No, before I was like, I guess they might be cool. But uh, I was, yeah, I was in this series of uh, sketches in the commercial with Kevin Hart. And I was like, when this drops, this is going to be tight. Like, I'm doing these sketches with Kevin Hart, and everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah. Fellow buff comedian Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But what happened was it was for the Winter Olympics. And the Winter Olympics official sponsors, no, this was like four years ago. Okay, okay. And it was when it was in Sochi. Mm -hmm. Uh, And. AT&T was the official, like, you know, sponsor, the official, like, uh, wireless carrier sponsor. And this was a commercial for Verizon. And so Verizon, obviously, since they weren't the official sponsor, couldn't say Olympics, couldn't reference the, it, we had to call it the Winter Games, but it was the joke, but that was the joke of the campaign was oh. that we had this, we couldn't mention the Olympics. It was this bootleg winter games that <laughs> Kevin Hart was creating because he wasn't the official sponsor of it. It was real funny. That's funny. But there was one bit where they say Schmo Olympics, where they said, 
because well, uh, uh, the bit was that you can't yeah. say Olympics and goes, what am I supposed to say? Shmo Olympics. Um, Classic. Pretty, Kevin. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I was trying. I was trying right there. Uh, what's up, SNL? Um, <laughs> and then they that need more enough. comedians to portray comedians on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, ever since Jay Farrell left, they're like, who's going to be other comedians? <laughs> but yeah, Shmo Olympics was enough that we got a cease and desist. And Whoa. before I, my face was even shown in any of these sketches, they were pulled and ripped out. And I, t- ever since that day, I'm like, look, like if we're talking about, you know, looking how my life would have been different, like they're going to show me like, this is the life you would have had if, 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 if yeah, yeah. Uh. Like, oh, you, here's you on Saturday night live because they thought you crushed it in those Verizon commercials. <laughs> uh, here's you uh, with Kevin Hart walking uh, the f- red carpet for the Oscar movie that he was like, I got to get more films with this young whippersnapper. <laughs> oh, so, so you're both nominated for Oscars in this reality. Yeah. 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 Cool. Off of those, co- the commercials yeah, were nominated yeah, yeah. for Oscars. They, yeah. yeah. They put them together as one long feature to yeah. get you the, in they screened it but yeah. they screened it a few yeah. times yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, they made it happen yeah they made it happen but you know not not in this reality I would go see Verizon commercials at a movie theater oh, 100%. <laughs> I mean look if they're gonna make me laugh I'll pay I'll pay admission this will pay top dollar yeah do you do you know why or remember when Jamie was banned from uh, Twitter Ba-ba-bing. it's hard to catch up with how many times you've been banned from Twitter <laughs> but um uh, I don't I, so I don't remember that specific instance but I will say that every time it has happened it has uh, been incorrect it's, uh, <laughs> it's funny though like, it's very it is, funny every time it happens I was like okay like yeah. it's just it's goofy the that's, closest I've gotten is I got suspended for Twitter for saying I wanted to beat Donald Trump's ass <laughs> and that's all that's all it, it said I just added, kind of open interpretation I, I added him and said I'm gonna beat your ass and then I got uh, suspended for 12 hours oh man you I got sent to my room. Like, it was like, what? You can't, sh- you know, you could have been like, that could have been sexual. Y'all don't know. You well, know? I guess it's illegal to say bad things about the president. Yeah, whatever. Well, I, you know, the ne- I think the next time you get banned, you just have to bust a Laura Loomer and chain I, yourself. Uh, I to- was so frustrated that she did that because I was like, <laughs> man, being banned from Twitter and not shutting up about it is no longer cool. <laughs> she fucking took that from me. But I was she, having she really, fun with that. She really stole like a... Uh, a Super Saiyan move. I think you said you was like a Super Saiyan yeah. thing. That, that's such a such a strong move to yeah, be like, just I'm gonna like, chain myself oh to this my door. Gosh. By the way, like I've only <laughs> this is like probably my my worst take, uh, but <laughs> I doubt it. But sure, bring it. <laughs> but like I've only seen like her tweets I've never heard her talk and I can't see I can't imagine someone being such a white supremacist that seems so Jewish like she is <laughs> the most Jewish women and like as someone who is married to a Jewish woman that's when you know someone's walking the line with what they're talking about was when they mentioning <laughs> look I, I I get it yeah um, someone who knows they've said something maybe bad yeah, will back it up with but, I know somebody yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but but like that like she is almost like a caricature be, especially especially when she was loud outside of Twitter and she was like, you, <laughs> Hey, 
<laughs> and that's as far as I'll go into that. Uh, she seems <laughs> otherwise seems cool and great. Oh yeah, what a cool lady. <laughs> well, this, I was so I was so pissed because like someone I work with was like, whoa, someone like we, they didn't say who it was. They were like, oh, someone chained themselves to Twitter headquarters, and I was like, oh, please don't be all right. Please don't be all right. Don't ruin this for us. And she, you know. Well, that's what's so crazy is like, and then that's the reason I bring up her because like it's so alt right, and they are so. Nazi, like they are, yeah. You know, they get mad when you call, but they're pretty much on that line. So, but then there was that. The reason I remember her is when they were talking about how the alt writers having so much trouble fucking. They no one wants to fuck them, and like, and like <laughs> Laura Loomer, Laura Loomer's like, no one wants to fuck me, and it's like, and like it was like here that was like, oh yeah, no, I could see why Nazis might have, yeah. <laughs> have trouble showing up. I mean, <laughs> it's so it's, I, I've not heard that take. Oh really? No. That. She was the one, she was like the poster child of like, it's so hard meeting people because, you know, (laughs) because my views. And it's like, yeah, no, no one wants to date someone with trash views. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't be allowed to fuck if you're alt right. It's illegal. That's to my fuck. big take. Yeah. I mean, Sorry, it's off the table for you. You don't get to do it. There I read a really sad article that is like kind of funny, kind of sad of like uh like right before Thanksgiving about how like alt right like uncles online are bragging like my family won't even invite me to dinner oh my anymore. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> That's how strongly held my opinion. I was like, yeah. this well, is so sad. You saw that <laughs> that thing Crang T Nelson posted where they're like yeah. here's my dinner and it was like a bologna sandwich with chips on it yeah. I was like this it's has like, to be a bit this has to be this, but it's not because then no. he showed the follow up where it's like this picture went viral on Twitter we're on to you Krang and it was like yeah. <laughs> what is how are you like so unparityable because you are just such a joke that like I looked at that and I was like no this is just fake like I know Krang probably found this but this is like someone doing a bit and it's like nope this you really ate a bologna sandwich posted it online yeah. and was like this as is a my brag. Yeah, yeah. as a brag yeah. I'm sitting over like, here and I'm just thinking like this is probably incorrect but I, I feel like I would change my mind so fast if it just meant that I couldn't go to Thanksgiving dinner yo, like, oh man oh, you know what I'll drop all of it I just want some of that <laughs> sweet sweet turkey uh, come on dude come on it, it, I know it is crazy Ugh, I, it's, the internet's no fun anymore can I say I think these alt-right people Gotta knock it off. You gotta calm it down. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, Wait a minute, take. Yeah, well, I don't like coming in like political or nothing. But I think they, I think they're a bunch of they jokers. Stink. I yeah. think they should <laughs> cut it out. Well, um, let me pull up his name so we can make sure we're sending all the hate. Don't dox him, Iffy. Please don't gonna, dox him. No. Not gonna dox. It's not a. It, oh, it's that great. Here we dude. go, doxing people. God. No, it's that painter dude who painted the Trump stuff. Uh, Shepherd Fairy. George no. W. Bush. <laughs> no, uh, what was it? Oh, son of the greatest patriot of all time? No. God, I'm so tired of like, pre- like looking at like politicians' tweets pretending to be sad that someone trash died. Yes. I'm like, you know what? Beto O'Rourke, just don't tweet about yeah, it. Yeah, you don't have to. Okay. Just You straight up don't have to say anything about it. Mm-hmm. Like, Donald Trump doesn't 
uh, didn't say anything. I think like yeah, because he openly hated hated them. So the the painter's name is John McNaughton, and he's the guy who painted that shit painting of like <laughs> the card. The you know where he's like playing football, and he's like, <laughs> do you remember that? that? Oh my no. gosh! Oh. oh wait, the one in the stadium. And yes. he's like, and he's like, yes. pushing. He's like pushing. He's, he's like twenty football. yards ahead of yeah, everybody, yeah. Like, and like all the black people are on the ground for some reason. Yeah. Jesus so, but, but they're you, also weirdly horny for him in a way I don't understand. And then there's the first version where he's like wow. clutching the That's bag. The one I've yeah. Seen, yeah. So I'm gonna show you the other one by the same artist that we're like shitting on. Um, but like he, like I was on a show where we were talking about the painting, and I was like, he's this is show. it. Sucks that he is so good at painting and it's wasted. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a this. really good, it's a great painting. But then I was looking at He's his, but, when you, but it's not actually, okay, good. because when you start paying attention, it's actually real bad and it goes, okay, now this is all starting yeah. to make shit. His uh, hands are just like really, really, I mean, they are, but like, uh, they're smaller than the rest. It's not proportionally correct. Yeah. I'm glad I oh, said that. Here it is. Boom. It's this guy, right? This is the one. Ew! <laughs> That's pornographic. That's just what's, disgusting. What's funny right here is, um, he, I like that they like he didn't improve Trump's body yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, made him a fat piece of shit, just like playing football. All right, so here's the painting, um, and uh, this this is the caption he wrote with the painting: "No one can stop our president." My new painting. See a list of who's in the painting here, and then it's like a dumbass list of who's in here. Who, uh, but like, pay attention to the anatomy of the legs, and you'll see that this guy Ooh. is not good at art. Look at how long the right <laughs> leg is compared yeah. to the left leg. That's really funny. That's so okay. I would not have noticed that, but I guess uh, oh, yeah. you know I don't know art, and you do. Uh, <laughs> Look, I, I I was just, it's funny because it's just. <laughs> I love some bad art. Do you think Thomas Kincaid would have been alt right? I was thinking about that today. Mm. I you, think yes. I, I mean, he was all about them dollar bills. I, I yeah, feel like he would have taken. Capitalist. Anyone who's like artistic in a classical way and that close to Disney usually has some I will conservative s- skeletons. Did you closet. ever hear about. Uh, Thomas Kincaid's like le- like later years. I was really into him, no. not in his work, but my aunt like my aunt was a in, like evangelical about. It. She would do the paintings and she'd shellac the painting or the puzzles and then she'd shellac them and then she'd frame them and because wow. she's scary. Uh, <laughs> but t- Thomas Kincaid in his later years, he got like that Disney deal and made all those Disney Kincaids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But then he lost his mind and he pee-peed on a statue of Mickey Mouse at Disney World. Wait, what? And that was really... And then I was like, maybe this guy's awesome. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I knew about Thomas Kincaid. Because, uh, you know, I went through the L.A. Rite of Passage and worked at Disneyland. And that's when mm-hmm. you learn too much about Disneyland. And they had that whole Thomas Kincaid store. Yeah. And so, like, you look through his work and it is really beautiful. And, you know, if Can I find I? out he's conservative, I'm sure I'll find flaws in his work. Well, he's dead. Um, yeah, well, still, I'll dig that grave up and shit on it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll, I'll pee-pee on his grave. Yeah. He kind of deserves it. Yeah. He pee pee on stuff. Uh, you don't mess with the mouse. But <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, man. But yeah, no. Fun fact, it, when he died, a couple walked into the Thomas Kincaid store like the day, like the moment it was announced he died and bought all of the art because people who can afford art no! are pieces of shit. <laughs> That's so gross. I should say people who can afford like, you know, 
what what would you call art like that? Like not even Thomas Kincaid, but like I guess high like pop art, like not pop art, but like expensive art. It's I know it's, it's yeah, you know what I'm talking about though, right? Like yeah. the people, the, like the type of people who were at the Banksy thing, which was funny because I, I everyone was like, "Oh, this is dumb," but I was like, "I think that's the one cool thing Banksy did." Like I like that he was. You like, know, I think he's whack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna drag you. I'm, I'm sorry. Did you guys not like Dismal Land? No, it's <laughs> that was so freaking edgy. See, the thing about it that actually is really cool is that he did sort of shine a mirror on us consumers and showed us our naughty, naughty ways. Like, oh shucks, Look, yeah. I'm a doofus. Yeah. I don't Look, all I'm saying is a broken clock is right twice, and he was right with. I liked the shredding thing, but the only thing I did, uh, the one like I liked it until like I feel like the people it was like making fun of kind of liked it too. Where I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, we just burned money. It increased the value. <laughs> yeah. Oh You're my like, god. No. no, that wasn't the point. I liked uh. that it didn't shred all the way, but it was supposed to. He couldn't even do it right. Yeah. Oh what man. A, what a freaking dork. Ooh, we're coming in Banksy. hot. Banksy is a dork. He's yeah, a yeah. freaking dweeb. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And we still don't know what he looks like. Someone uh, that I work here with claims to know someone who knows who it is and he won't say and I'm just like this is uh, and if you like know this guy's personality at all it's very him to say that he probably does know this information and it is like the the funny thing about it is that none of us are giving him the satisfaction of like wanting to know we're just like I don't fucking care I feel like if you know who Banksy is that just is your personality (laughs) you're just like yeah I know who Banksy is I don't know it was very funny he was like oh somebody told me who it is and I uh, was been sworn to secrecy and we were like great <laughs> cool I, I, my, my reply was like you're doing a bad job at it yeah. <laughs> us know you know. Uh, how was your week Jamie how uh, was my week yeah. my week was fine I got back from I went on vacation with my mom and then I went back to Ooh, where'd you guys go on vacation I saw the pics I didn't know quite where you were <sighs> it was we my mom has been paying like six dollars a month on a timeshare that's very specific since like the 80s where i mean that's a good price for a timeshare like even i'd have to give in to that it's i know i mean i don't know how she got this deal but it's very it's for five days every three years in the fall or that's why it's six that's why it's six dollars a month in in orlando florida oh it all makes sense as you unravel this where it's like six dollars a month not bad oh you you can only get five days all right cool that's like the three years okay off season it's it was great (laughs) we had a great time me and my mom did you go to disney world no, she was like, I can't. She's like, my mom's very dramatic. She's she's like, I've moved past it. I was like, Why she saw are we she here? saw Dismaland and was just like, <laughs> she's like embarrassing. <laughs> I was duped. <laughs> that that whale jumping into the cup. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, so man. He got us good. Yeah, he really he got did. us good. Really yeah. did. Yeah. Oh. But so, what did you do in Orlando if you didn't do any of like the Orlando bangers? We, uh, what did we do? We, the big thing we did was we went to a spiritualist camp mm. in uh, Central Florida. We really uh, Caucasian woman ourselves out <laughs> and got like uh, psychic readings. And it was a place, this is embarrassing, but it was a place I'd heard about from my favorite Bright Eyes album oh. when I was like 14 I was like I've got to go someday because Connor said so <laughs> and so I find and it's like an hour outside of Orlando so we went it's like spiritualism so it's you know, I mean, uh, it, whatever. I get, I get stuff out of it, but it's based at least based on a proven racket. Yeah. But it's uh, it's every religion, whatever. Yeah. Uh, 
So you you go. Uh, my I have to show you a picture of <laughs> the guy because my mom like loves that stuff and she's like I hope I make a connection with blah 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 because it's oh, like wow. about talking to the dead yeah and it's all these mediums and they have to train for five years and it's like very complicated and they're all like older because it takes so long but uh my you you go in and you sort of choose who you want to work with you and my mom immediately chose <laughs> this like Older white guy uh, wearing a turban. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Who call Rev Ronnie? This is what he looks. Oh like. no! <laughs> He's like the most. <laughs> oh and no! They. they like got along so well she basically blew me off because she's like Rev Ronnie's incredible oh, oh, so oh, we're, we're gonna right. super deep dive into this because I've been yeah, interested so into all of this recently mostly because really? yeah at my desk they they've when I started at BuzzFeed there wasn't there was a t there was like a TV there, but it would always have like analytics on it. And then someday they just decided to start having regular ass TV on there. So I just have a TV running in front of me. And during the month of October, I don't know if this was on purpose or not, but it was on the travel channel and it was only ghost stories. Whoa, just like, oh, uh, uh, I mean, ghost hunting shows. Uh, oh. so it was all ghost hunting shows. And like, some of them were wild. Like they would do like dramatizations of like the, what was perceived to happen. Yeah. But like, it was all my brain. I started doing jokes about like ghost hunting shows and how yeah. I think they're dumb and not real and how, yeah. you know, uh, ghost hunting shows are the reason Trump is president right now. <laughs> and I was, and it was getting good developing it. And then I did this one show and I'm getting ready. I was like, okay, I'm gonna run this ghost hunting bit and talk about how it's all bullshit and everything is fake. Yeah. And right before me, this person goes up and talks about how she talks to ghosts. <laughs> and, like, no. and yeah, no. she was saying she talks to ghosts. She was, or, and she knew an animal whisperer. And it was this like whole story about how like she, uh, how like she had a ghost, a, attached to her and it was like and I was like man that would be such a dick move to have her tell this like whole story and come up and be like bullshit like, <laughs> yeah. so anyways fuck that yeah. person yeah. right yeah. so I just did my regular jokes and then I haven't visited since because I was like I don't know how many uh, ghost heads are in the audience who are just going to be like well, you can't you guy. can't tailor the material to the audience you gotta do it you gotta do it rock on tour it's always more ghost heads than you think yeah oh yeah, yeah. so Rev Ron so how much time did you get to spend with these like it's so expensive i was like save because it was my mom's birthday too oh so you were kind of okay balling out of my mom uh (laughs) and so i was like go crazy how long do you want to talk to rev ronnie and she was like 30 minutes i was like great that is the lowest price point (laughs) but she she talked to him and i mean i wasn't in the room but uh he Gave her a lot of specific information. Time will tell how good Rev Ronnie truly is. But uh, he'd been practicing there, like at this Camp Casadega, for over 20 years. Uh, and told her that, because my mom has been single for, for a while, by choice. 
And she's like, I'm good. And she like saw the Jane Fonda documentary and like cried. She's like, Jane chose Jane in the end. I was like, <laughs> okay, Jill, like you're Jane Fonda. Cause that's what she wants me to tell her. But yeah. <laughs> uh, she was like, I'm good. I'm not looking for anything right now. And Rev Ronnie was like, well, you're going to meet an older man named Henry who has a ton of money. So buckle up so oh <laughs> i was like wow and she was like when he was like february so oh. he gave a and, bunch of very little, specific little, info and little did you know you had this uh this uh, <sighs> What, what the hell happened? You know when you when you start on a bit and then you you second guess your like reference. Anyway, nope, the joke was go going to be that your mom was going to meet Henry Rollins, but oh, that uh, would have been yeah, yeah. yeah. Had you completed uh, it, that would have been really fun. Yeah, yeah. That would have been fun. But he's he's he was with Black Flag, right? I'm not crazy. He was. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's I always mix him and Morsi up. <laughs> they look the same. Well, they both wear they both wear black shirts all the time. Yeah, and they're very self-important. Yeah, but in different ways. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you look. Henry like- Rollins thinks everyone wants to hear everything he has to say. Henry Rollins came to my college <laughs> radio station once, and I don't even think he'd like been invited. Like he just. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta blow off some steam. I gotta talk about rock. Well, here's the thing with Henry Rollins that, and here's where the confusion goes, is because Henry Rollins has that panel in LA Weekly, or he had it before LA Weekly was taken over by those overlords. And then Morrissey also had a similar panel. What? Um, I think it wasn't with LA Weekly, or it was a panel that Morrissey did. You remember when he said that trash shit, and everyone's like, oh, fuck Morrissey. I think it was for like a kind of Oh, is that like a consistent column thing type did? thing? I don't think it was consistent, but I think that the fact that they both did it on kind of like column mm-hmm. styles, I mixed them up. Also, yeah, I Henry Rollins low key kind of got a more. Let me look at Morrissey's face. Yeah, this might be incorrect. I, I'm same. thinking that Henry yeah, Rollins. No, fuck, fuck off, Matt. Look at Morrissey and then look at Henry Rollins. They're, they look like they look alike, dude. Like, I think Henry Rollins would win the fight. Oh, 100%. Oh, well, yeah, Henry but Rollins is jacked, baby. Yeah, yeah Henry, I, I fucks with, like, that energy. Like, I, yeah, I would yeah. love, what is he now? He's, like, how old? Uh, in his 60s? 60. Like, that's, that, yeah, he's 57. Like, that's that energy I want to have when I'm 57, where it's like, yeah. we're, like, 20-year-old girls, like, <laughs> I smash. Right. You know, cool. So you 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 you're you're the you're taking the brave stance of wanting to be fuckable uh, late in life. I smash. That's so that's so cool of you. You're a you're a goddamn pioneer if you want anyway. You know what? Shut up. We're talking about Rev Ronnie. We're talking about I, Rev Ronnie. Yeah, I almost was gonna for a second. I thought he, he, Rev Ronnie was gonna shoot his shot and be like, "Well, you're gonna meet someone. His name is Ronnie." His name's Rev Ronnie. Ronnie's name could be Henry. Like we. Rev Ronnie could yeah. be a stage name. That's so true. what what is your stance on your mom's like dating life? Do you want her to date or are you like, no, stay uh, single? She seems happy single. Yeah. I think like if she's happy, that's cool. She had a trash boyfriend for a while. Oh, that's the worst when your yeah. mom is dating someone trash. I've been in a situation like it, that. It sucks. Yeah. yeah. And so compared to that, like she seems happy. She yeah. likes her job. She's got a dog. She lives near the water. She's good. Yeah, because my mother-in-law uh, it's it's the same situation where like she's kind of in like she's she's not like I'm only for myself she's willing to date but mm-hmm. like it's funny because like she'll 
talk about situations with some guys that she was like, oh, he seemed weird and all this stuff. And like, I'll kind of uh, clock it as like, oh yeah, that sounds like an old dude who just wanted to smash. And I yeah. imagine that when you get older, you're even worse of a fuck boy because you're like, I can die any day. So I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get that dick wet. Yeah, yeah, it seems harder to date uh, when everyone is like, about, about dying. <laughs> so, my mom lives in, so, and I think she also just like enjoys attention and in, also enjoys not having to follow through, which I appreciate. And we <laughs> have that in common. Like she, uh, she's, <laughs> she moved to this, like see this like fishing town, like a, a white trash fishing town in Massachusetts. Uh, like the same, the same weekend I left for college, which was a point of contention for years of this. Like, oh, wow. I, I moved out and I was like, you stole my fire. You moved the same weekend because she had <laughs> a big deal about it. She's like, I'm moving to the sea. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> so frustrating. But she like, you know, ingratiated herself into this fishing town and would like go to the, like the local restaurant. And then like when I visited her there a year later, she was like the reigning sea wench of the town. <laughs> she like went to the restaurant. And they're, they're like, Jill, it's for free here. And they were like throwing her stuff. And there were like all these old nasty fishermen heads on her they love her <laughs> i mean yeah i, th- I think that's where you want to where you want to be right when you're like the big fucking fish of the of the city you're like yeah, yeah let's go because i've uh, that's like the coolest thing i was like whenever i have like friends and family in ta- town i love going to birds because they never check my id like yeah. i was like that's- get in here and i feel like that's the the closest thing i can show them to my success where it's like yeah i go in here and they know me i just you know they don't need to check my id make sure he checks your id though because uh, like- you're not like me. Yeah. The, the guy uh, who checks IDs at the Virgil um, knew me, and I was with uh, my girlfriend and her sister and her friend, mm-hmm. and they all thought it was so cool. And I was like, "No, that was like really embarrassing. I did not care for that." Yeah, he called me a comedian, and I was like, "Oh, please, uh, please leave me alone. Like, don't no, talk to me." Look, cool. look, this is the was funny cool. guy, yeah. this comedian guy that right here. Oh yeah, oh, they were like, the match, they were like, match they were, yeah, you so might like, want to no, no, use no. this one of I your just, skits. I'm gonna tell you. So this guy comes up to me, he's drunk, right? So I beat the fucking shit out of him, right? I beat the fucking shit out of him, right? And he's like, he's like, and he's like drooling, but teeth and drool is coming out. So I'm like, shit, it's like he drools teeth. Put that in one of your skits, okay? Yeah, he like- Put that in one of your skits. That was him doing my set. uh, That He uh, he was like repeating it word for word. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, your your girlfriends, you got multiple girlfriends here, right? What's what's her name, huh? Oh, my God. Please stop. What's her name? What's your girlfriend's name, you know? You know, know, you're taking home. Uh, he just has to get tired and then he gets hit. Yeah, yeah, I run, I run the bits, so I run out of steam and then we reset. Back to and that power nap. Yeah, yeah. So, did your mom grow up in Massachusetts? Yeah, yeah. I was like the first person to ever get out. I mean, <laughs> I was the first person to escape. Quietly, yeah. quietly buy a plane ticket. I know. I was so. No one had ever thought about it before. Like, oh, we could leave. Like, we could wait leave. a second. I'm like fourth generation the town I'm from. Really? Really? Yeah, I feel like Brockton Massachusetts Mass. is like very like deep. Like everyone who is ever born there also dies there too. Like it's just like a place <laughs> yeah. that where people stay. I, I mean, it's good. It. Good. Like I I visited and I I was really I was really taken by the 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 city. Yeah, that's but, it. <laughs> it's. A, I mean, yeah. I I enjoyed living there. I lived in my hometown in Brockton, and I moved to Boston for five years. Mm-hmm. I came here, but right. oh, so your hometown is Brockton, Brockton, Mass. Yeah. Ooh, what was that like? 
Brockton is great because it was like one of the, I mean, there's like Southern Massachusetts is like way more diverse and interesting than most of Massachusetts. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's going on in the mountains in the West. No idea. Northern, you're getting too close to New Hampshire and they're Republicans. So you don't really want to go there. <laughs> but like Southern is cool because it's like kind of a mess but it's like at least it's like a tolerant good yeah. place yeah uh so it's like a little close to rhode island and rhode island is like i don't know what happens in rhode island the mayor of their capital just disappeared once but <laughs> but where brockton was cool it was like it was a it's a city uh, i went to like a high school with like six thousand kids you get sorted like hogwarts oh wow uh and yeah it was cool i liked living there my parents yeah. grew up there and there my dad still lives there oh that's nice yeah, yeah it, it's always interesting looking because at places outside of la because la you know it's it's me and Matt grew up out here. Yes. And it's oh, weird in the sense of where, like, you've always had this big city there. And what I find with L.A. is, like, if you're in L.A., you're just, like, an L.A. kid. And you're like, yeah, this is it. But it feels like a, a lot of the surrounding towns hate L.A. because because yes. they – they it's almost like little brother syndrome where, like, if someone <laughs> w- went to another city and was like, oh – I'm from like Lakewood or Downey and people are like, what? And it was like, Oh, LA. And it was like, then they get it. Oh. So they, was there that kind of energy towards Boston at in Brockton? Yeah. No, everyone was pretty much fine with, with Boston. Like Boston is just kind of its own thing. Cause it's just split right down the middle of like dumbasses <laughs> and like geniuses. <laughs> like there's not a lot of gray area. Yeah. It's yeah. like I see Harvard, People who have never, like people who are just yelling, yeah. <laughs> like just screaming. I'm, <laughs> I do miss that. It took me like a long time to adjust to living here because, like, I was like, well, everyone is. I just didn't understand the subtlety of niceness, yeah, or the spectrum <laughs> of niceness, where it's like sometimes someone's being nice to you, but it's like, eh, they just like kind of want you to go away. I was just like, there is yelling and not yelling. Yeah, <laughs> I know that's the subtleties I, are confusing. That's so funny, and it's something that I feel like LA gets a lot of shit from, primarily from. New Yorkers and East Coasters who say they're from New York. Uh, <laughs> wow, that well, was most, that was that was shade. It's, it's shade, but it's like a very specific and true statement. Yeah. Where We're like a lot from Long Island, we coming for you, Gabrus. Yeah, Gabrus. Uh, no, he is very much wants people to know he's from Long Island, yeah. and not New York. It's the but, first thing he tells you. But, <laughs> but generally, when when I make a statement like that, I feel like people from the East Coast who are kind of be like, no, over there, we're just like straight up, and it's like, no, it sounds like you're mean. No. That is what it is. And and with us, it's like, oh, no, we just tend to be nice. And, yeah, there's, like, some shadiness behind it where it's like, I'm going to be nice to you because I might need something from you later. But I think that's a lot better than just hating someone (laughs) outwardly. Uh, I remember being in New York and, like, not knowing how, like, because – I had, I never even like took the bus like when like growing up I was always just like dropped off yeah uh, places and so like public transportation was very confusing to me and I was looking at the, like the little map like f- trying to figure out where I'm supposed to like go and stuff and this woman saw me on the subway and I guess was mad that I was looking for so long and she was like where are you trying to go <laughs> <laughs> and I was like I'm sorry and she was just like oh yeah duh. and I just told her and she was like it's this 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 and she was so mad that she had to explain it to me but like I also did not 
not ask her for help. That, but, that's, <laughs> but also that's funny because that's the trade-off is like, yeah. it's it's like aggressive, but they'll still help you get where she you were. She helped me. Where she was LA, perfect. Well, you can literally be like, how do I get to Hollywood? And people are like, oh, I don't know. And they're wearing Could like. Be anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to hurt you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't want to accidentally give you the you wrong information. So yeah. I'm just going to not yeah. help you at all. One of my earliest memories was my aunt worked in Boston and she would always bring us to work with her to the comptroller's office, which is like, <laughs> cool, awesome. Uh, but she, I, I was like really young. I was like six or seven and I, I just like didn't understand how cities worked. So I almost got hit by a car <laughs> and this guy in the car pulled over and like, screamed at me louder than I don't know I was six but I was just like huh! like he was like you fucked up and I'm gonna tell you why oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he proceeded to give like monologue tell me how he was like I'm yelling because I want you to be scared oh my god <laughs> and I won't want he's like next time you think about crossing the street you think about me oh no and, and how I yelled at you yeah. <laughs> He was, I, he and was then like he shattered into a bunch straight. of glass. Like, yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That's yeah. terrifying. But, oh, it's so well, scary. You totally remind me of, uh, so very similar because the comptroller was like a county or government job that your aunt had, right? Yeah. I yeah. also worked there. Okay. Because yeah. um, when growing up, my dad always worked for the county and he was working for the agriculture department and they always had like a take your kid to work day. Mm -hmm. And I used to be so hyped, mostly because they take me out of school just to do this. Yeah. And you're like, hell yeah, let's go. But the one thing that I'll never forget from this thing that till this day still makes me laugh is so it was the agriculture um, office and they're real hyped about bees for some reason like they always wanted to talk about bees jokes <laughs> on us they, they're they on the right track because nobody knows where the fuck bees are now yeah. but they're like they're real it. big about it and they're like oh okay we got all these bees and we got them in a bag and we're gonna show you these bees let's go like and they had bees yeah, yeah they, were they like, had bees in a bag yeah and they were <laughs> hyping it up to us all day it was like later we're gonna see the bees we're gonna see the bees and then when the time finally came they pull out this bag and it's just dead <laughs> because the bees this floppy bag of bees yeah, it was just dead bees and and they're like we don't know what happened all the bees are dead yeah and, and the kids, some kids were like no but like, also the funniest thing about that is that they were like these kids are gonna fucking love the yeah, bees yeah. they can't wait to see bees and then they and then they accidentally kill a shit ton of bees <laughs> Why were they in a bag? Was there oh, not a pulpy That's the hole? thing, too. Like, I, like, I feel like they might have just suffocated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they're in a bag, in a plastic bag. They're like, oh, you know what? They probably want to chase something around. Let's fill this bag with gas. Like, yeah. uh, it's just like, that's crazy. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I'll never forget just that bag of dead bees plopping out on the that's... table. And there was like a point in me where it was like, oh, you were going to show us dead bees? And they are like, no, they were supposed to be alive. Because <laughs> I was going to be like, that's whack. Don't don't push dead bees on me. They're like, no, they we fucked up. Yeah, I don't know how sorry. exciting it would be to see, like if they if they were alive. I don't know. It would have been tight if they're like buzzing around in the yeah. bag, you know. Maybe yeah. put one of those gloves on, get in there, you yeah. know. That's kind of cool. Oh, that kind of would have been all right. You yeah. know, but I'm you worked for the comptroller. What'd you I do for did. them? 
I still don't really know <laughs> what I was doing there. I worked there for three summers during college. Oh, and I, wow. I have no idea. Like, I, I remember that office because I went when I was little. And then I just ended up, like, they just needed a secretary. And so they were like, hey, Jamie, do you need money? I was like, yeah, I'm 19. Yeah. <laughs> I need money. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. And so I, like, took the job. And it was, I don't know, I was working for the assistant comptroller he was very nice he was like a guy in his 40s who i think was like like it, it was weird because he, he wasn't creepy but the way i'm gonna i'm describing him will make you be like what's going on with him but he had just like i think he had just had his first kid and he was starting to feel like he need like it also just turned 40 and he's feeling like he's losing his grip on the culture <laughs> so he sort of made my job because i don't know what the controller was doing i would teach the older employees how to use microsoft word but then eventually they all learned and then i was like well what do i do now and he's like you're gonna make me some mixtapes, <laughs> and so I made mixtapes for my boss. <laughs> Wait, so you literally were teaching people Word and making mixtapes mix for three years? Wow, <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, no, I I just very similarly went to work for the LA County. This was mm -hmm. when my dad was working for the Register Recorder, and it was like an interesting time in my life. And it's kind of the reason why I eventually ended up leaving it was. My dad realized that, like, I was kind of, like, fucking around in community college, and he kind of had this thing of, like, oh, he's not going to graduate. He's not. He doesn't give a shit about this. Well, let me at least give him a good job. Okay. So so we, I ended up working for the county, and at first I was just – so the register recorder, you go to, like, register liens, deeds, and shit like that. You also go to uh, <laughs> buy birth, death, and marriage certificates. And at first I was doing like the lean and it was like the most monotonous job because uh, you would literally put all of the document you it was like the dumbest process. In the, and every time I brought it up, they're like, it just has to be this way. But the, the way it would go is you would staple all of the liens together. Then the next station would unstaple them. Then the next station would scan the liens. Oh, my God. And then the next station would unstaple them. And then the next station would staple them again. Like it was like a lot of stapling and unstapling. And I was like, this Get seems a unnecessary. Clip. Yeah. Oh and I kept pushing, <laughs> I, I kept pushing like, this seems like you're wasting a lot of staplers and it, you're, it's a lot of work to staple. And it wasn't like until like a year or two in until they stopped doing that. And probably someone else got credit for it. Uh, That's <laughs> so fun. So, and then, uh, after that, I started. I moved downstairs because what happened was I was working on the night shift, and that was a gnarly shift. They have a night shift. Yeah, they used to. Uh, and the way it worked was like I would come in at, let's see, I, I think I came in at was it like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, I'd come in at like four, and yeah, I had to count eight hours. That was because, insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just didn't remember, so I was like, "What is eight hours from the time I remember getting off?" And it was like twelve thirty. So you just came. showed us you knew how to count. That was yeah, yeah. Well, the listeners didn't. That's true. Uh, the, so, so I and this was wonky because I was taking the bus this time. So like. Okay. I would have to, the last, I got off when the last bus went. So I like yeah. had to like be out of there, but I was doing that for a while. Then I started selling birth, death and marriage certificate. And this is when things got a little fun, but also they, that's when they got <laughs> oh, rid yeah. of the night shift. 
they, no, yeah, you're selling death certificates at night. No, no, they got that's rid of the night spooky. shift. That's why yeah. I switched departments because at first I was doing the re- recorders side, and then they got rid of the night shift because they're because they would have to pay us a bonus because if you work through the night, you get like a pay bump, and they were like, oh, it'll be cheaper if we just have y'all in the day, and everyone was real mad. I was mad ne- necessarily because like I was still trying to hang on to that like semi-collegiate life and so i was able to go to class in the day and then uh work at night so doing this and having to go to night shift i was like night shift's lame it's all full of old people who were like catching up on credits yeah (laughs) um but then i started doing that and then it wasn't until like a few years later that i got into like comedy and like you know i tell the story a million times on the podcast but like basically when i got serious with comedy i knew i had to quit Mm. but yeah, it was. I I had real work. I like. I didn't have to. Ma- I wasn't making mixtapes. I don't know. That felt that felt very aggressive. I, I wasn't just making mixtapes. I had to staple and unstaple stuff. All right. <laughs> well, I, there was one cool task I got to do every Ooh. summer, which was plan the uh, fiscal New Year's party. Because that that's is, so tight. It was on July first, so I like would get there in May, and they'd be like, "All right, Jamie." Start now. <laughs> because it was an office party that lasted maximum two hours. <laughs> like, what? They would make me plan it forever. I had to like get it approved by different people and it would be they like they, it would just be people like of a certain age and then a couple young people who worked there. But it was just like old people getting violently drunk in a very short amount of time <laughs> and then going home. And then I would just have to go to iParty and get whatever the, I would hang up dollar signs and I'd be like, do you like this? Because <laughs> we deal with money. They're like, oh, we like it. It's good. <laughs> and then I'd have to get someone else to buy the beer because I wasn't old enough. Yeah. Uh, and then I would just get like Chipotle catering. People would freak the fuck out. They're like, the Jay, damn, the best party. Who did this? <laughs> damn. I mean, that's, that, that is the perfect way to segue into how it's holiday party season, which, which this is always a weird time. You've been of, waiting to uh, sneak it in. Yeah, this is always a weird time of year for me because like when you like are a freelancey comic person, you work with so many com- uh, different companies. Yeah. And when you don't get invite, uh, invite to the holiday party, you're like, what the fuck? Like you, what? Do, I don't matter to you. Um, and, and so, so anyone takes when's the earwolf party? Um, it, well, I don't know if I should say when it is, but oh, yeah, uh, you probably shouldn't. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> um, it's coming up soon, and I am sort of like, uh, in charge not of invites? Not Sarah's, no, I'm not in charge of invites, but All I have right. been in charge of like, um, invites. Uh, no, but just like making sure like people were showing up. But I wasn't like, uh, cool. I was, in, I was, in, I've been in charge of like, organizing the party basically and that's something that i had never wanted to do and also was like what's that you want tips (laughs) oh man i need tips because it is coming up and like we have we have basically every locked in but there is a lot of weird like um corporate red tape that has to like go through and stuff and it's so crazy how many people are involved i'm gonna get in trouble there's like (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna get in trouble just for your knowledge is because he's already made a snide comment about this no we've been in trouble we've like we got we got a talking to the other day uh because we are just we've been we've been brats about like uh how many like sort of uh people we have to clear things with when we were tasked with this thing we didn't want to do in the first place yeah so like it is just a lot of like they need to like it's just it's very boring but uh i am yeah i don't know i don't know why you weren't invited who cares 
I, I mean, you can just like laser put, jet out pictures of dollar signs. Okay, tape them to the wall. Cool. Yeah, Podca- podcasting is a lucrative industry. Yeah. Uh, they'll be like, oh, cool, money. We made money last year. Good. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay. I know it's it's, it's so funny because <laughs> there has been some like my commercial agency has a holiday party and last year was the first year I went and I was like damn why haven't I been coming to this every year like it, it was it was one of those situations where they had the hors d'oeuvres on on <gasps> on like I am team wow. hors d'oeuvres flying around like when we were at that vulture party that was exciting um, because the thing is like I feel like those the hors d'oeuvres waiters always yeah. have my number they're like if I go to this guy he's gonna take way too many they try and avoid me and I'm like yo <laughs> you know what time Excuse it is me. Yeah. there run. is not a meal provided yeah. here I'm gonna need you to keep coming yeah. back yeah. run me those sliders yeah. <laughs> leave, the, leave the whole pan and go back to go leave me I'll come back when it's empty. Is how stuff works having a party? No, we. I I tried to push one on it last year and it was too close. Um, I'm oppressed. I'm oppressed them again. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna send an email about. They need to do this prior to December. Yeah, planning a holiday party <laughs> in December is not when you're supposed to start. I know you're very right. <laughs> you're very very right. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be on your head about this earwolf situation. It's, you don't want to come. It's good. It's. <laughs> I mean, it is. I'll tell you something. It's going to be Tiki Christmas. Okay. Ooh. Okay. But you're going to get a long email tomorrow because, of course, everyone listens to this podcast. You spoiled the Yeah, the I'm gonna, surprise. I'm gonna, Scott Ackerman's going to knock down my door tomorrow. Don't tell everyone it's Tiki Christmas. I know. Oh, man. Uh, anyone have any big holiday plans? No, I mean, I, I don't go anywhere or do anything. Uh... Why did I speak? <laughs> I'm, I'm I haven't gone home for Christmas since I moved here. So I uh Caitlin and I always throw like an an orphan Christmas party for people and uh, my boyfriend's not going home either. So I'm just going to sit, sit, nice. sit very still. <laughs> cool, cool. Wait yeah. for it all to pass. Okay. Yeah. That's a smooth plan. That's a smooth plan. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I that's, the, this is the time of year where it's dope being a native because I get to just stay in LA, still see my family and get, better traffic so i was just prior to being here i was at the grove um because i'm a man about town and yeah sorry i was at maggiano's oh you know now that you mentioned it i have that's really cool it was really good yeah it was so so good well now that i meant you now that you mentioned it i did i have been to maggiano's before it's great yeah you get a pasta and then you can take one home yeah yeah. and i got a big one and i didn't finish it so i got to take home two things that was overwhelming for me when they were like oh yeah you yeah. get to take one home I'm like oh what yeah <laughs> I like going to the Buka at the Grove oh yeah Buka at the Grove forget but, it oh. you ever seen at Buka at the Grove the last time I went uh, last month there they have a meatball hall of fame inside wow if you go in it's just there's a th- my favorite one there's a ton there's a picture of Omarosa holding a giant meatball oh. a of <laughs> there, who the president of the United States of, no there's one of Buzz Aldrin oh. <laughs> holding a meatball as big as his head <laughs> I, you're just like you know what I, like the the wall will like you'll be on board yeah. and then it'll lose you and then you'll be but the house hunters they have the big meatball <laughs> everyone has had these meatballs. I That's might go great. in just to see that. That seems great. That's a selling point. Yeah. I'm, on their, I'm on their street team. <laughs> Does the Property Brothers have a meatball? Please, oh please, oh please. Oh, please. Not yet. Oh, <laughs> or 
Unless they were getting it framed. Like, I don't know. Maybe they just... There was a spot open for it. It is for the Property Brothers. Like, the Property Brothers. Yeah. Oh. But I brought up the Grove because it's already, you know, it's, I mean, it's gifting season. It's people who are buying gifts. Uh, I'm not going to go back there for the rest of the month. It was awful. It was so crazy. <laughs> really busy? Yeah, it was really busy. It was hard to park. It was hard to get out of there. Bo- um, uh, Maggiano's val- validation thing wasn't working, so I had to oh, press no. the help button at the dang thing, and everyone was honking at me for holding it up. And I was like, I'm waiting for them to call me back. Please, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I was like, Americana. I was at Maggiano's. I'm an Americana girl myself. Yeah. It's the Paris of California. Oh, it's great. Like it's really, it. really, I do like it better than the, uh, than the Grove. Oh, I love the Americana. Because then yeah. you can go to Target. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember the last time I was at the Americana, it was, it's always my last bastion because a lot of their shoe drops are first come, first serve, which means like mm-hmm. you show up, but usually people have camped out. So I usually just go there as like, maybe, maybe they, they're not pieces of shit this time and camping out and nope they are they yeah. always are people always are camping are. out yeah I mean I was a dirty dog trying to get some shoes so I can't you eat. dog <laughs> you dirty dog trying to get some shoes for your little your little paws what called you a little dirty dog no no the paws part is what threw me yeah you're continuing dog. the metaphor of you having dog yeah. paws mm. for your, getting little shoes you didn't go out to Chicago <laughs> for the pod, pod fest I didn't know I thought Bechtelcast was out there no we didn't go we weren't uh, actually uh, Shots Fire we were not invited oh so uh, um, pod was, fest you're on watch it was fine I mean it was fine I, I love uh, not going places and, <laughs> but then Caitlin was like why were we not invited I was like I, I don't know I just saw Caitlin today, actually. Really? Yeah, I was I oh, was recording a podcast at the Ruby, and she was teaching her class, oh, and yeah. I just walked right through, and I was like, "Oh snap!" Like because it was it looked like a whole bunch of people like on their laptops, mm-hmm. and I walked. I was like, "Oh hey, Caitlin!" And I was like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm just teaching a class." And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I like literally just bolt, just She's, you just, just out of there. Came yeah. through, and I was just like, "Oh well, bye." Yeah. She was like, "No, it's fine." The thing but. I love that Caitlin does, and I think the show's like next week or maybe the week after. She teaches uh, that a stand-up class for uh, for seniors at the LGBTQ center. Really oh, cool. Yeah, so it's like old queer stand-ups, and they're. This is the third time she's done it. It's always the greatest show I've ever seen in my entire wow. life. Yeah. It's always at like 4 p.m. <laughs> it goes bright out, and it's yeah. just a bunch of old queer people. It's just, it's incredible. That sounds right. awesome. Uh, that sounds super dope. It's great. Uh, yeah, we're, we're counting that as a plug, though, so you can't plug That's my plug. That's my plug is Caitlin's old people show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a worthy plug. I mean, it's a, we're getting to the end of the year. You know, everyone's talking about their 2019 goals. You know, yeah. do you feel like you hit your goals of this year? Certainly I not. I, do, I don't know that I, I don't know. I'm not good at setting goals. <laughs> I just sort of am just like, we'll see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Come what may. I just want to keep getting up on time. Yeah. 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 
I mean, I'm, I, yeah. I'm late to most things trying to do that less. Oh, my goal, actually, I remember what my goal was and I failed. It was, <laughs> <laughs> my goal was to uh, be comfortable saying no to people more. And I'm pretty sure I did that literally zero times. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I accepted everything, even if it caused me physical pain. I had leeches thrown on my body no. this year for $75. I was like, that's not, so I didn't, I didn't say no to anything. I want to talk about the leeches thing. <laughs> okay. Because I remember when it happened. Also, I remember one just blowing up. One did blow up. Just exploded on impact? <laughs> with, with blood. Oh, no. The, yeah. And you still don't know the cause? It was just like... There, well, I don't know. If I, I was trying to, I was trying to figure out. I was like, how do leeches act when they're all together in a little tube, and you couldn't find it because no one keeps them as pets, and so they're like, no, 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 no one's ever watched leeches before. Yeah. I suspect because it was like the biggest leech. I suspect the other leeches went after them oh. and were like. Because I wasn't giving them any blood. Yeah. And they knew I was, they knew my, you know, I. they're like, that. she's a bitch, she's not going to let us have any more, so we've got to start killing each other. Oh, so like you were keeping them, but you weren't giving them any more blood? You only have to give them blood uh, once every four to six months. Oh. So you, but it's scary because they, you fill them up with blood once, and then you just like watch them waste away. Oh yeah. And then either you let them die, or you cause yourself physical pain. You have to tape diapers to your body for a day. Tape diapers to your body? Yeah, because the way they they act as like a blood thinner, so it you don't really. It's really hard to clot after you've been leached. So you just. I had like diapers taped to my torso and like my the under my chin for like a day. Whoa! Oh, I don't recommend it. It's not (laughs) good. You have to go to this lady's like you can't find anyone to do it. There's one lady in Brentwood who will do it, but you have to go to her basement. Oh wow! It's like I I wouldn't recommend it. I've I lost a lot of blood. (laughs) Did, did, Did you feel any of the? Like benefits that were claimed that you would get from it. God, I forget what the benefits were supposed to be. <laughs> they, I think it's supposed to be like, oh, it clears toxins in your oh, blood. Yeah. That's just vague enough. Yeah, yeah. like a, you're. I'm like that could have been true, but all I know is I was wearing diapers on my body (laughs) at work. Oh my gosh. And that wasn't good. But then, yeah, I kept them for four months and then I, this is, I feel really bad, but I was like, I'm not going to feed them. So I got really scared and depressed of, of having them around, watching them die. So I threw them in the trash. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even put them in the lake. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I, because the lake, yeah, you, you, someone's at risk of getting leeched up. Right. You don't yeah. want to get leached. You don't want to get so leached. So I, pu- I put them in the trash. So how much pain was day. it when they would suck? It was, it hurt. Really? <laughs> yeah, it hurt. It was like everything that you think is going to hurt, it hurts <laughs> a lot. It really hurt. They put three on my belly button. They're oh. like, they're like, <laughs> I remember like, I like pulled up my shirt and she's like, oh, you got an Audi. And then she's <laughs> like, yeah, put more in there. There's more surface area. And oh, like, just wow. throwing shit and you just wait till they f- they're full and then they just, boop, they just fall off. They, they just fall off you when they're full? They're like, I'm Yeah, good. they're like, I can't handle any more. They just like, Oh my gosh. Tryptophan pass out. <laughs> wow. 
It was a bad idea. You're a soldier. I regret it in every way. <laughs> it's like the most depressing thing that I, I mean, I guess this is true in like a, for a lot of things, but it's like the things that I've done that have more like just straight up views than anything I've ever cared about is like me getting a fucking colonic on camera and get and then bleeding there was just yeah. like the people care about shit and blood more than they care about literally anything i could ever say or okay how was the colonic because i there was a there was a when i was the colonic was great that well see that's what i'm saying i the people i the people i used to work with were real hype about that they're like yo you got to get that colonic and like really cleans it out and clears mm-hmm. it did if did you feel that one i feel like did, i did feel great that oh, weekend wow it was great and then like the lady i never ended up going back but she was like if you liked that just wait until you have uh, like a colonic without when you're not standing in front of other people yeah like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that's probably gonna be amazing yeah. yeah no i mean i felt good i there and but the embarrassing part is you see what comes out of your ass and you're just like what am i doing yeah oh my gosh <laughs> like, how, these are like just a bunch of tiny items yeah you know, like little cracker jack prizes are coming out <laughs> in the tube you're like no it's like how could that be what's what's even funnier is is that you had to do that with other people also seeing what's coming out of your yeah, yeah there's eight eight people. Oh like no! <laughs> and don't like, look. Everything coming out of your like it was just it was a lot of darkness. Yeah, it was a lot of darkness. And then the lady was like asking me about my diet, and she was like, "So what do you?" And it was I was like, "I." She's like, "What'd you eat last night?" I was like, "I went to Seven Eleven." She's like, yeah, I see that. I see that. <laughs> I see that. She's like, we're looking. She was so nice, but she's like, usually we're looking for more of a brown here because it was just <laughs> black. It was like, yeah. Just- yeah, I'm hearing this, and I'm worried that they wouldn't be able to do it enough. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's like, you got to go back. He's like, no, you like you thought you got it, but you're just like, no way. There's yeah, absolutely you- no way. Where is that hiding though? Like, where is that? That's in the what ridges. I'm confused about it. Is, yeah, they're just you know- scooping. Yeah, because I feel like sucking. it's still, like caught up in there. It's like yeah, and the water's like nah. It we're was you. so much. I lost three pounds. Really? Wow. Of just phantom shit. <laughs> that I had. It was crazy. Wow. Well, see, that's a that's a New Year's resolution for some of the listeners. Let's go, do it and record it. it. Yeah, get a colonic, <laughs> you know? If you're uh, trying to lose weight day one, just get a colonic. <laughs> you'll drop five pounds like that. I, now I'm afraid because I'm sure I got some like heavy shit just hi- hidden away. Yeah. It's y- freaky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yes to the colonic, no to the leeches. Yes, say yes to the. Oh man, nothing uh, rhymes with colonic like dress. Why <laughs> <sighs> are you feeling, Matt? You've been smiling over there for. I'm a bit. feeling good. Uh, did I, I ask you how was your week? You didn't. How it was. was your I don't. Week? Like, there's not like a whole lot to do. I was at uh, two of my oldest friends in the world got married this weekend. Oh, that's um, great. And it was so great. It was so cool. Uh, like, cause I kn- I've known both of them since I was like nine and then they married each other. Uh, they've been together for like 10 years. So they like, got together in high school and usually I'm like, that's crazy. Uh, but this was like so good. And like good. my observation of, of like watching them was that like at any point they could have both been like, oh man, I want this just be over. Cause it's a lot of like, you know, weddings are like very long and it's just like a whole thing, but they were it, so into it the whole time. It was just really, really cool. Great. It was really great to see, yeah. Um, but it was also, like, I mean, there was, oh, my mom was there. Uh, so my mom, uh, 
was the only mom from our friend group invited. So she felt like she was a goddamn queen because she was like, oh, <laughs> like, uh, uh, you know, uh, none of the other moms, not not even like so-and-so's mom. <laughs> like, she no. keep bringing it up? She, like, two up <laughs> until the wedding, she's like, wait, so you're telling me that the only other moms that will be there will be, the, like, the moms that are supposed to be there. Like, I'm uh, sorry, am I... Hot shit, right? Yeah, am I the greatest mom of all time? She was so excited. Like, it was was just fun and it's like cool to see a lot of people I hadn't seen in a long time. But there was also like, I'm like nowhere near uh, getting married, but it was like, uh, sort of had me thinking, being like, oh, this whole thing, all of this, would I'm gonna do this so different because, (laughs) um, like, it was great. Like, it was well orchestrated and stuff, but like, um, there was just like, you could tell there were people there who, like, don't even really know the bride and groom. You know what I mean? And that to me is going to be the easiest shit for me to say no to. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't need to, like, there was like high school friends of the parents. And I was like, no, I don't know. I don't know those people. No way. No. No. A a neighbor (laughs) pass. No way. Why do you want to buy a lukewarm chicken dinner (laughs) for strangers? (laughs) Like, that's not on my list ever. Absolutely not. It's going to be my immediate family. And then like, uh, like, Every friend I've ever made. No, like, uh, just like <laughs> my good friends and like that's it. It's going to be so small. I don't need to hear from uh, old people I don't know. No. <laughs> Interrupting me while I'm eating food. Yeah. It's I was my friend's bouncer, too. I was like, because they were trying to eat, but then, you know, everyone's talking to him. I was like, I'm going to make sure to eat. Mm-hmm. So I was telling everybody that their food was getting cold and they should go sit down. They're, whoa, very passive aggressive. Yeah, I was like, I hey, oh, your food's probably getting cold. They probably want to eat, too. So why don't you go eat your food? And when they're done, you guys can talk. Yeah. See, Matt's that, very like, lucky I wasn't friends because I was like, what the fuck you say? Because I'm yeah. probably going to be way sloshed by this one. I was like, I'll, yeah. I've been wanting to punch you in the throat <laughs> from the moment I've met you, man. I did step on a stranger's foot and he was more mad about it than he absolutely should have been. And I was worried that it was going to be like a big deal. And I was like, I don't want to fight, but I guess I will ruin this great occasion. Oh my gosh. And that, that is always great when you, when it turns, when like something is heightened for no reason, like yeah. anger levels. I love watching it. When it goes through someone's face, you're like, oh, okay, this is yeah. Yeah. this I is like, your hill to die on. Okay. I stepped on his foot, and I immediately was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And he was just kind of like, mm-hmm. <gasps> and I was like, okay, that's, you know, I'm sorry, uh, you know, whatever. See, that's, see, and that's where you're different, because the moment anybody pulls some shit like that, I'm like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I, <sighs> like I hate when people are like, Okay, yeah. like like if you're like sorry, yeah. like yeah, and I was like, I was like, oh, I, I don't have to be sorry. It was the They're, lightest little tap too. Yeah. It wasn't even like a full because, on no. press. Yeah, yeah, because lots of times it's just people doing a fucking victory lap because they feel like you were submissive to them, mm-hmm. and then the moment you snatch it away, they just they curl up into a ball and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the most testosterone. <laughs> we're men. We gotta kill. Murder. Steal. He was probably just mad because I was at the bump. cool table with all the uh, the bridal party. Oh my Hell gosh. yeah. Um, How was your week? My week was pretty chill. I woke up sick as a fucking dog Saturday. You because, did? Uh, yeah, we shot a video uh, on Friday where we taste, uh, we, we try and rank all the different Reese's. And so we had like so many different Reese's. We had the miniature, the classic, Reese's stuffed with pieces, Reese's pieces, Reese's big cup cookie crunch, Reese's like every white, you know, chocolate. white chocolate Reese's, dark chocolate Reese's. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the Reese's ice cream cup. We had the Reese's stick. 
um, Reese's Miniature. They Wait, still do Fast Break? Yeah, they had the Fast Break one. I, I was not a break. fan. <gasps> I yeah. love a Fast Break. That nougat really, I think, just neutralizes it in a way that makes it just just flat for a me. Fair critique. Yeah, I, I, it was funny because uh, Kelsey kept calling me. I was like, "Are you trying to be like a real food critic?" I was like, I don't. I take raking things very seriously. <laughs> like anytime you give me food and have me rank it, I will give you an honest critique and like bases using words that I've heard on like chef table or some yeah. shit. Yeah. Like I, I will take it seriously. But anyway, I eat all, and like Kelsey was like, you should probably pace yourself. We have to eat a lot of Reese's and me being me, I'm like, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> I'm gonna eat it all. I'm gonna eat my whole cup yeah. every time. So I'm like eating all of these Reese's and then we uh, had like, you know, Reese's puff cereal and I ate like two or three bowls of that. Iffy. Ate two more oh Reese's God. sticks uh, and like I'm just eating it. I'm like, shit, I don't feel nothing. Look, I'm good. I, you know, I had the sugar high or whatever. Yeah. And then I went to my buddy Rocom. You know Rocom. Yeah. He had an art show for. Have you ever read or seen? Um, uh, it's uh, Henry and Glenn Forever. No. It's no. this. It's this uh, indie comic about like. Uh, Henry Rollins and Glenn Danzig being gay really? lovers and going on adventures together. Whoa. It's like Rollins heavy episode. Yeah, oh, yeah. We gotta get him on. Yeah, we gotta That's- get him on now. <laughs> Uh, and so he did like his death Jaguar, but he like they made a combination of the black flag and Danzig yeah. logo where like it's the Danzig like demon skull with the black flag bars as the teeth. Cool. And so that was on top of death Jaguar and it was like really cool. And then they had uh Bart Zig, which uh-huh. uh, it was like, I was so close to buying it, but I was like, Matt would love this here. I'll show you a picture. Um, I was going to post it, but then I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't want people being like. So wait, you're showing me your drafts? No. That's pretty good. Yeah. So it's like. I do love like oh, a bootleg uh, Simpsons stuff. Yeah. And they had like a whole set of it and it was great. And there was like one of like a hundred. So it was like very limited too. But. I I go, I have a umami burger and a drink with my buddy oh face. My and then we'll grab a drink. <laughs> Look, I love me some umami burger. Umami burger is uh, great. But yeah. on top of five hundred Reese's cups. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like waiting for the part of the story where you're like, and then I became diarrhea. So yeah, no, I wake up the next day and just one of those like throbbing <laughs> headaches with oh, like okay. nausea. <laughs> just throbbing headaches with nausea. I take the <laughs> I mean, we already talked about yeah. uh <laughs> Jamie's dark poop. That's I take <laughs> the probably the thickest dump ever. Oh like God. I was like this, the density of With this, <laughs> the density of this bile is, this, is the kind is where, your, where your butt feels tired after. <laughs> yeah. like, we're, we're like if it was a cartoon, it would just do the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you went back to bed after yeah, that. It was like yeah. Oh, it was like so much, and then like I was, but I told my friend I was going to help her to move, uh, and I was like. I was like, it should take me about an hour to recover. I'll be like, I'll be over there in an hour. And like, I go up and I was like, let me just drink water, play some Red Dead, and then go. I drink water, look at the screen, and I was like, ouch! (laughs) Like, my head is just going insane. And I like take like an 800 milligram, uh, like, uh, ibuprofen that I have from my root canal Mm -hmm. and that still didn't help. I was like, I gotta go back to sleep. But I was like, let me probably eat something because there's probably just 
chocolate leftovers in my stomach just mucking up the place. You gotta get that colonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got a lot of chocolate leftovers Completely intact Reese's Cups <laughs> on your body somewhere. The wrapper too. It's like, what, what, what happened? <laughs> You're like, I wanted to eat it. Yeah, so then I, then I like made, like scrambled some eggs, ate it, drank some more water and went to sleep. And it was like one of those like, I felt like how you feel, you know, how in some video games you go to sleep to recover health. Yeah. Like that's what I felt like where I was like, Ooh, all right, back to 100 <laughs> because I was in a bad place. Like I was like, wow. it was like one of those weird nausea things where like, you know, you feel nausea, nauseated, but you know, you're not going to puke. Yeah. So it was that weird where it's like you fill in all the pain with no future of release from yeah. that. Pain. <laughs> oh, so bad. You're just like in a pain purgatory. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Upsetting. Yeah. When does the video come out? Uh, who knows? They're like, you know, we yeah. actually scrapped you it. You know what? I watched it. Honestly, who knows? Because I shot a video that just dropped Friday. And the crazy thing about it is so I was Millennial Michael Myers from uh, yes. for, for Halloween, <laughs> if you remember that outfit. And so for the, so we shot it on Halloween. So I just took the mask off. So I'm wearing a romper, but it didn't release till Friday. So I just look like a dude who wears rompers regularly. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but like, there are a few people in the comments who was like, I'm feeling that romper. And I'm like, all right, that's what happens when you're brave and bold. You know? If you rebrand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this romper, this romper rebrand. Yeah, this guy's wearing <laughs> Rompers, takes the worst shits of all time. <laughs> you know, just trying to make it happen. Yeah. But I really jumped into uh, Red Dead. I got back into it. I played a little online stuff. I haven't done the online yet because I'm not, I don't want um, any, any any teenagers to slur at me while I'm trying to have fun. Well, honestly, I feel like that's, I, I feel like that stereotype has kind of died away yeah. okay. because they all are playing Fortnite now. Oh, okay. They're, they're, that's all, great. they're all on Fortnite. So you're fr- like, like, honestly, the only mic interaction, also you can turn voice chat off, but the mic, only mic interaction I've had when I played was a dude just having a full on conversation with his wife without turning on the mic <laughs> like they're planning like what they were gonna do for Christmas and stuff it's like really breaking my immersion here because you see like this cowboy is like yeah so you think we should go to Cindy's you think we you think we should go to Cindy's just talking about charging the Tesla you think like, you think you think we should go to Cindy's like shut up I muted him did they go to, oh you don't even know what they picked yeah no I didn't know because I had to uh, rob horses <laughs> Is that what that game is about? You rob horses? <laughs> yeah, you can rob horses. You can rob horses and wagons. I do spend a lot that of time making fun. sure that my horse is doing okay. Oh, yeah. You I do a him, lot of pets. You can brush your horse. Make sure I'm walking oh, him through nice. the water. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It's like a pretty pet shop. That's have the you, game I played. Have you been to, uh, in a horse's face up close? Recently? Yeah. No. Not recently. Yeah, not recently for me either, but I remember uh, my mom had a friend who had horses and horse girl did not announce that they had horses. And so they're like, oh, come, uh, you know, come over and come see me. Da, 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 da. And I wa- I'm walking up to the door and like I hear like the clip clop, clip clop. No, I don't hear that. I hear like uh, kind of <laughs> like the gate opening. The door. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I hear a gate opening and then like I look and it's a horse and it's just slowly coming closer no. towards me. And, you know, if you've never been face-to-face with a horse, these things are gigantic. They're very big. Uh, and it's just slowly coming towards me. And I'm just, like, slowly backing away and slowly. And then her friend comes out. I was like, it's fine. It's just a horse. It's like, okay. 
No. <laughs> yeah, that's like it's, the perfect thing for someone to say who's around horses all of yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just like that person with that rabid dog that's like... <laughs> he like, actually loves go, people. Yeah, he loves... Just, just, just pet him. Pet, just pet him. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, they're... My, I, I have had a lifelong antipathy to horse girls. Um, <laughs> like, it's just been a very specific bone that I, I pick whenever possible. But then I found out uh, that my riding partner is is a horse girl. Uh, she got like a divorce horse or something. Wait, her what? Parents divorced. She literally got a divorce horse. Oh, what? Because they adopted it. Like they didn't. They didn't have a place to keep it. But I guess you can adopt a horse, and as long as you pay the stable fee, it's your horse. Yeah. You know. And so she had a divorce horse. And I was like, I don't know if I can, you know, allow a horse girl in my life. Like I, <laughs> I've been so against it for so many years. <laughs> And now it feels like a bird, but I was like, no, but I love you. You're my partner, but like, this is hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> but then she, she texted me. I feel bad because spoiler alert, the horse died. Oh, no. But I, <laughs> I was at work. I got a text from her and she was like, just the way the text was written made me laugh. I was like, my horse dying sad face. Oh. <laughs> I like couldn't stop laughing. I do like when texts uh, are supposed to like convey a certain tone and they're just a little wrong. Yeah. Like that's very good. My horse dying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, expressing no. the idea of it rather than it's actually occurring. Yeah. Oh, so, God. so so okay. Alazar, R. I. P. Yeah. Oh. I I have so many questions about the horse and the I've horse never dying. Met the horse. So yeah. I, I mean, that was the first mistake. You should have went to meet that horse. Maybe I know. What kind of part? I call myself a partner. Yeah, I haven't even met the woman's horse. Yeah. the horse. So you could be a partner. The parents? Did the parents pay for the horse and then stable it, or do they pay the stabling fee no. and the horse that is in that stable? Is their horse? My understanding, she's from. I, I mean, you, you you would both have more California insight. She's from like lower middle class Ojai, and okay. I don't okay. know what the vibe is there. I've never been yeah. there, but there. I guess that they adopted the horse, so they didn't have to. They didn't purchase the horse. It wasn't like a bred horse. It was okay. just a horse. All right. Uh, this is Alizar trotting out there, <laughs> and they're like, "All right, Alizar, you've had you've had your fun. You live in the stable now." So they would pay. I don't know how much it would be, but they just paid the stable fee. Okay. And then Alizar was just you know th- thriving. I have no idea. And then they would go visit Alizar on Saturdays and. Michaela would ride in a circle, and then they'd be like, all right, Alazar, you did good. Yeah, and go back yeah. in the stable. Horses yeah. never have regular names. It's always something like Alazar. Or yeah. like, it's never just like, I don't know, uh, what's a normal dog? Like Murphy or something. <laughs> Doug. Yeah, Doug. It's Doug. never like that. Doug the horse. It's always like Calliope. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, it couldn't even be Ed. It had to be Mr. Ed. Yeah, yeah. He had to have a... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <man>. yeah. <laughs> I went to Jesus Horse Camp in, oh, wow. uh, in New England. Big, big thing in New England. And you would just, you know, send your gals to <laughs> Jesus Horse Camp. And it was whatever. It was... I didn't care for it. But there was one year I missed it. I Like, the one year I didn't go, because uh, they... The, the, like, our church was, like give scholarships to like the two poorest girls at the church and they'd be like you could go to horse camp too but one year they're like we forgot to raise money for your horse camp you can't go this year oh no gosh shit the year i didn't go 
apparently everyone was like traumatized because of Mystery the horse, who was my fave horse, uh, sweet horse. I have, I don't know. It was the only horse I've ever been on. Uh, but Mystery <laughs> died <laughs> with a kid on. Oh my god! <laughs> and I missed it. I'm so bad. I didn't go that year. It was at the final show, and Mystery. They were like, Mystery's having a tough morning. <laughs> and then she died. She just. <laughs> as as my cousin explained it, <laughs> she was like, "Mystery slowed down and sat and never got up." <laughs> and just, whatever girl was sitting on top of her was just ruined. Oh forever. yeah, oh, yeah. You know, just you know, left this world uh, like it lived this life in mystery. Uh, yeah, oh. damn. <laughs> why, 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 why she chose to go down that day will forever be. <laughs> Her namesake. Yeah. Damn. We oh, heard it, though. That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. that was. This has been a great episode. Oh, man. That, so much fun. And I like to end it with a bang like that. Uh, <laughs> where can people find you, Jamie? Uh, sometimes on Twitter. Right, <laughs> right now you can at Jamie Loftus Help and then uh, listen to the Bechdel cast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Matt, well, you got anything coming? Oh, you got anything coming up before Matt... Coming. Oh, uh, if you're in the L.A. area, you want to come to uh, Santa University doing a live reading of Santa University. I haven't written it, cast it, or planned it yet. So <laughs> come on down. It's the 21st. If, you, if you're free, Look, I'm, I'm trying to tell, get the get, whole House of Works fam. <laughs> I'm there. I'm I've, there. I've got limitless roles. There's there. 40,000 Santas. <laughs> so you pick your top yeah. 100. You can have them all. Okay. I'll do. I'll be all Santas. <laughs> <laughs> Reading a role of Santas, iffy. Um, <laughs> I don't have anything. The party. Okay. Oh, yeah. You Did can you check it? your emails if you got an invite to the Earwolf party. Um, I, I, I will. <laughs> I didn't send them out. Um, cool. Let, just give me the name after the cast, and I'll contact them. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter uh, Matt, at Matt Apodaca. Um, I don't think I have. I think I have a show at UCB on uh, Friday. Okay, this week. Cool. Six thirty, Harold Friday. Come see a show, and then go to dinner afterward. Yummy. And then go home and go to sleep. Uh, you know, and it's your boy, Ify Wadi Way, uh, on Twitter and Instagram, Ifty's on Twitch, uh, Nerdificent on Tuesdays, uh, which is tomorrow. And, uh, you know, I don't think I have any shows coming up now, but as always, just check the Twitter because usually when, uh, when I do have a show, that's when I'm blasting out Twitter and Instagram. So you'll be at Sketchfest when? Yeah, I'll be at Sketchfest the 19th, uh, okay. performing at, uh, Live at the Alamo. And then right after that at 10p with White Women, we're doing your token friend Sketchfest edition. And then on the 20th, oh, yeah. I'll be chilling with my man Andrew T and Tawny Newsom for Yo Is This Racist live. Oh, Bechtel Cast is there that night too. Ooh, okay. I'll jump on that show too. Yeah, if, you want, if you want uh, this man, burgeoning man, spreading his way onto your show, we'll, list our, we'll lift our embargo just for you. <laughs> uh, I'll be there for the 11th and 12th of January with uh, my Herald Team Pony. I don't know um, anything else about it. <laughs> cool. Love it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, y'all. Uh, you know, hop in the Discord and chat or tweet at us. I um, still need access to that. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Matt will be in there eventually. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>